Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa, and we are dancing through this because your girls are tired. Holy it's been shit, a long so tired. weekend, long week. Really, honestly, it was just yesterday was long for me. Mm. Friday wasn't bad, because Friday, I just came home from work and I just chilled out. But... Yeah, man, as I said in the last episode, lots of drinking. We're doing back-to-backs today. In the studio here at Gotham, our amazing, incredible studio here in Midtown Manhattan. Midtown? It's more Bryant Park area. That's Midtown. It is, I guess, Midtown. But it's an amazing studio. If you guys have shows or anything, please, please, please check them out. We love um, recording here. They are a family. We've been here since the beginning, and it's always good to be back. I know we're OGs. We are kind of OGs. Like, not OG OG. Like, Leah, no, like the Think Me Later girls, but like, we're there. We're, we're, we're almost there. We were at the old location. We're at the, there yeah. are some people that only know the new location. I'm like, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. Um, <laughs> Brianna's like, what? I'm dying. Um, but we're really excited for today's episode. Enough of like my shenanigans. Let's intro today's guest. She is a KITOG. You saw her on so many episodes in the past. You also saw her at the live show if y'all were there. You know way too much about her sex life. You do. (laughs) Please welcome back to the show one of our favorite people in the world, Kristen Chavez. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, girly. How you doing? Good. Tired as well. I know. You also had a night. Yeah, I got to go see Duke Dumont. Oh, uh, I've never seen Duke Dumont. I've been dying to see Duke. Oh, it was so worth it. It was awesome. It was cool. It was really crowded, though. Where was it at? At um the Aviant. Avion. Avon Gardner? Avnot. Avon Gardner. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I have not slept. I don't blame okay. you. Some of those shows go so late, and then you're like, what do I do? And you just like continue I can't going said out. Avion. That was like Avion. Avion. I was like, what the hell Again, is going that's on? That's how you know I'm dyslexic. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it was an incredible show. Oh, it really was, especially like just hearing some of like his classics. Like, oh. it was oof. It was definitely like a feel good. The crowd, I feel like, was kind of whack, but it's what shows EDM shows in the winter are always interesting to me because it's cold in New York. Yeah. Like other places, it, I don't know what it's like, but I only understand them here because of how cold it is. Everybody's in their parkas. Nobody wants to deal with mm-hmm. coat check because it's a bitch when you're leaving and a yeah. bitch when you get to the show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's kind of on the same energy. Like, we're happy to be here, but like, would rather be home sleeping in my warm bed. You know what's yeah. crazy for me to see are those people that do still wear their rave gear and they're like, screw Love coats. It. I'm going to go and like my little rave outfits. And I just feel bad for those people. Like TBT to New Year's (gasps) 2017 going into 2018. We were outside waiting for Yellow Claw for like an hour. And there were like these girls in front of us. And they looked really cute. Don't get me wrong. They looked cute and like their little like two piece little. It was negative five degrees outside. And they weren't wearing coats. And I was like, oh, my God. I wore a hot pink tracksuit. I love yesterday. it. But it was a tracksuit. So that's yeah. good. You that's had good. actual clothes on. These poor girls were standing with Ray us for an booty. hour. An Ray hour outside booty. in negative five. I don't know how they didn't get uh, hypothermia. Yikes. It was a yes. big <laughs> yikes. Um, well, let's get started with this shit. We, Ooh. for season two, brought some new segments that we're super excited about. So we'd like to introduce you to our first segment, what's your struggle this segment is all about what you struggled with this week it can be anything and 
everything, but it has to be the first thing that comes to mind. Not too much thought's supposed to be Ugh. into this because everybody, whenever you ask a question to someone, there's always one thing that comes in your head. Yeah. So, Kristen, what's your struggle? New job. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Oh my yes. God! Wait, yes. How how is that a struggle? Um, I think it was just like the nerves, and then also sure. like also just telling my boss and like being like, "Did you not- tell I- your boss finally?" Yeah. Wow, yeah. big moves. That is Hard. one of the most nerve wracking things. Yeah, I remember. Really, I cried. <laughs> I actually cried. I remember leaving my last job and having to sit in a room and tell my boss. I was like shaking. I was. Yeah. I thought I was gonna vomit the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like that. You're like this. I this is gonna be better for me in the long run if i leave mm-hmm. but i still have to tell you i'm leaving <laughs> like yeah. uh, it's not it's not you it's me yeah that's literally yeah that's how it was. <laughs> but it was it's like the truth but like, it's also breakup. you too i know it was sad and his eyes definitely got watery and i was like fuck this is not what i wanted but, but he was like super respectful things. yeah he was like you're gonna do great like i'm so proud of you blah blah, blah. but it was uh not easy because I, I mean, worked with him for three years. Like, yeah. That's a long time, especially in our industry. Yeah. Being I in mean, media. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, part of him had to have known that, like, there was going to be a point where you were going to Well, that's what he said. Change. He's like, he's like, I know. Um, He's like, I knew this day would come, but I didn't think it would come so soon. And I was like, ooh, yikes. But you know what? You have to think about you. And mm-hmm. it sucks because you want to be with a company that you can stay with for a long time. And the fact that you were yeah. there for three years to even begin with is incredible. Yeah. That's something a lot of people in our line of work, it's just not, not really heard mm-hmm. of. I agree. No, definitely. And it's just like, well, he took me in. So it's like there's a lot of feelings involved. Like mm-hmm. he's like trained me and, and made me a creative so it's kind of like, and you never forget that, and yeah. you just keep that and it hone in on it. A from lot time of respect, and I mean, it, it ended well. It wasn't like it ended in bad feelings. He was always like, if it doesn't work out, you always have a job here, and I was like, that's really sweet. That is a great person. Yeah, and there's he's a lot incredible. Of, there's he a lot of incredible. companies out there that won't do that. Yeah, he's awesome. But it was just, it was like heartbreaking, and now I'm just kind of like enjoying my last moments in Dumbo and being like, all right, like mm-hmm. closing a chapter. It's just like change is coming, so it's like definitely a little bit of a struggle where I'm like, all right, Kristen, buckle down. Like, we're mm-hmm. here. here for the ride. Like, but it's kind of a cool period. It's very right. blissful. Because yeah. now you can actually enjoy the things in that area that maybe you wouldn't have enjoyed before. Because right. you're so stressed about work. Right. Exactly. But that's, uh, that's kind of, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. I think cause it's just so recent and like so new. So Love it. Like, ooh, curveball. Mm-hmm. Character development in Kristen's life. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Character Sabrina. Development. What is your struggle um, today? All right. So I'm going to talk about it. I feel like I might have mentioned it. Um, on a previous episode that we had. Oh, but I've been dealing with a little bit of an internet troll. So I did this thing where I posted an opinion to the internet and it was a spicy opinion. I posted it. I don't think it's, hold on. I don't think it's that spicy of an opinion. And we know the opinion. Yeah. 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 So I posted on our podcast Twitter. I posted on a tweet. I don't have Twitter. Sorry. You're all good. Mm. I posted out a tweet and then I shared the tweet to my own Instagram story because I thought, you know what? This is a good point. And basically it said, let me get this straight. You want to take all my reproductive freedoms away, but you don't want to help future generations, i.e. fund the school, solve global warming, etc. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Because in my opinion, if you're going to be pro-life and you, you know, want babies to happen, um, then you got to make life better for these babies when they actually come out. And know? it's not to say that pro-choice people don't think this way either. It's more so, I think, 
to coming from the point of people who say they're pro-life just don't want people to get abortions. Yeah. So, you know, but then also, too, with the tweet I was kind of talking about, you know, there there are some issues going on where people want to take away, like, birth control and, like, restrict that kind of shit. So I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah. So I post that to my personal Instagram and somebody who I don't even follow. I think they follow me and I think they're from Columbus. Ooh, because, plot twist. Because they mentioned Mount Carmel West and oh. that's in Columbus. Um, they, I, I recognized that. I was like, mm, wait, isn't this in Ohio? Yeah. They they came at me real hot. They were like... I, wait, 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 before they do it, I love all the typos that are going to happen in this. And that's oh, how you know. Oh, oh, oh interesting. I love, it's I like, love that. I won't, I won't read too deeply into it, but like... He just went off. He was like, there's no such thing as global warming. Look at this year's weather so far being the coldest. And then he went in uh, to be like, you you have the responsibility uh, for. He, he was like, you have the responsibility Lots for the mistakes you make. Uh, you know, murdering your child and justifying as reproductive rights is insane. And then he went on to like go into abortion and say that the baby feels it and then he went on to talk about how it's like a vacuum and there's like blades and like i mean he technically he like said that i was like arrogant and selfish if like i wanted to kill a child and and like he like told me i was gonna like rot in hell if i believed in that stuff it's so ridiculous saying that there was like we already we're here already where's the damn vodka and like and like saying that like the government was selling baby parts on like the black market and i was like okay and i sat with this for a while actually i sat with this for a couple weeks and then yesterday we've had this for a while because because i didn't respond to it so he didn't know that i read it and yesterday i had a friend of mine she's very she she shares a lot of stuff about the environment and it was talking about CO2 emissions and how we need to reduce that, plant some more trees and all that shit. Mm. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, all right, this dude doesn't think global warming is real because of cold temperatures. Right. But and here's so- the, the other thing too with global warming, the point I want to make is a lot of people like to focus on the word warm and just yeah. think it only matters with heat. Yes. And at the end no. of the day, it's all about extreme weather patterns. It's when... Things are reaching the highest highs in the temperatures and the coldest of the colds, too. It's There's an imbalance going on. And when that imbalance happens, you get both extremes. Mm-hmm. So his point of this being the coldest winter ever, it really, really bothers me. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like, I popped off. But I, I did it. You did Smart. it in a way that was respectful. I did it respectful. Like, he tried to attack my character. I didn't try to attack his. So I'm going to read my response because I think it's a good response. And I think that when it comes to having these conversations with people, like, we live in a very divided society. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to keep ourselves level-headed mm-hmm. when we deal with these people yeah. who mm-hmm. just want to believe yes, what they want to believe. Yes. So I said, all right, so first of all, you missed the entire point of the post. I'm trying to call attention to the fact that not much is being done to help future generations. Second of all, Please share with me an evidence-based article stating that global warming is false, and I will show you 10 times the amount saying the opposite. Just because it's cold does not mean it isn't real. In fact, extreme temperatures mean it's Mm -hmm. real. Read fucking tweet. (laughs) I.e., this year being the coldest. Thirdly, I said nothing about abortion. I never even used the word. Are you aware that most women who get abortion aren't doing it because they made a mistake? How about the rape victims? How about the women whose bodies can't bring a baby to term without killing one or both of them? I see the immorality behind getting an abortion, but at the end of the day, who am I to make the choice for someone else? 
If a woman wants to get one, she will get one. By giving her the right just means she will get one safely. Mm -hmm. Her choice will affect her and her alone. Why don't you do your research that isn't from a religious text? Also, Mm -hmm. please undergo sex change surgery so that you can actually have a viewpoint on the subject. Because, again, it's a man trying to have an opinion on a woman's body. And, like, the problem is you have a lot of people who are so deep-rooted in a lot of old-school Christianity and even some other old-school religious views that Mm -hmm. just aren't applicable to today's time period. We Mm -hmm. are more progressive, and some people like to think that even though time goes on, those viewpoints don't change. And if you're not changing with the times and progressing with it, you're just going to be stuck in these older mindsets that are not thought provoking and they're only meant to attack and it's not right Mm -hmm. and it's not right that this dude was trying to come at your character yeah so he like so of course you know he responded and i will say that he made he said something absolutely terrible and he just literally said that he would rather have the woman kill herself going to extreme lakes to kill the child because that's justice. And I was what like, wow, the not okay. Fuck. So if you're you, saying what the fuck. So if you want that, if you wish that upon something, like how how is that Christian of you? Like how would you yeah, throw wish it back like on that? their religion? So you know, I'm saying I mean, it's also contradictory because now he's mentioning suicide. Well, yeah. he's, if you're um, yikes, if, if you're religious doesn't that also make you go to hell i mean i don't know like you know uh, i actually saw this thing on facebook and i normally don't read a lot of memes on facebook but this uh, one I'm wasn't a facebook a, mom i love I, it i'm, I'm i love it so facebook. much but this meme was one it was it was serious it was talking about actually about opinions like this saying like you don't have to agree with any with whatever anybody has to say about reproductive rights lgbtq rights this was kind of targeted at those conservative people mm-hmm. But what you can't do is terrorize them. You can't exactly. terrorize them and troll them for having different beliefs. It is mm-hmm. one thing to not agree it to agree with that belief and to not believe it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing when you are going out of your way to harm this person because of their belief system. Exactly. And this is what this person did. And of course now, you know, we're going into it and he's He's going and he's like attacking my wisdom and he's wow. saying that I just want to go with the flow with my thoughts and he's he's basically attacking my character and Cause you he know can't argue. he's like he's like why don't you and then he's still on the whole thing of like show me the proof of global warming and mm-hmm. I'm Lack like of intelligence and I'm yep. sitting here and I'm like telling him I'm like look I could give you all of the all proof for all of what I'm saying right now as to why I believe what I believe but you don't want to take the time to see my side and understand right. you just want to attack me and you know i'm asking you to find your own research and tell me why you believe what you believe mm-hmm. so i can understand mm-hmm. why yeah, you're yikes. attacking me don't don't attack my education my life experience what i've been through because you don't know me it's, you know, it's one thing if you're going to argue based on different facts, like actual evidence right, well, be against factual each other. And like be respectful and say like, OK, this is what I found, like actually have a debate. But it's like once you start attacking someone's character, it's like mm. now we're not doing a debate anymore. So- like this isn't a healthy debate. At least I do this with my uncle. I am like not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of him. Um yeah, I grew up like super Mormon and stuff and I'm no longer a part of that lifestyle, but I still respect it. And I, a lot of it comes from my morals. And he grew up Mormon, went on an LDS uh, mission, wow. comes back and and it was a really big mission. He actually did, served his mission in Provo, Utah, which is the hardest mission to have because you have Mormons. 
and then you have anti-Mormons. So how do you Damn. get anti-Mormons to convert into such a big population of Mormons? Damn. Um, so it was definitely a hard mission for him, but he came back and eventually he strayed away from the church, but he's like angry. Like he like posts a bunch of stuff like anti-church, like just saying how it's a cult mm. and all that stuff. And I understand, I understand that's frustrating, but he's like, it ruined my life. It didn't ruin your life. You gave two years and you, you gave back to a community. You change people's lives and, like, whether you think you brought them into a religion, like, you still gave them a sense of hope. Like, mm-hmm. that's something positive to look at. And he, mm-hmm. like, posted, like, some anti, like, um, Mormon thing on his story and it was actually contradictory. And I was like, this doesn't make you look very smart. You should actually take it down because of blah, 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 blah. And he, like, was super upset because I was questioning his intelligence. And I was like, well, if you look at this fact, like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, you're just, you know, you just think you know it all because you live in New York now and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what uh, the fuck? Like, I love see, when people say that shit. You think you know it all because you live, you live in, New in New York. York. That's Why? a Why thing people a thing? say. Why is that even an attack? I'm like, yeah, I do live in New York. What does it have to do with it's anything? It's basically, it's it's just, it's them getting defensive. Like, yeah, they're, they getting, they're getting I'm, uncomfortable. I'm they're like, you because I live in New York. Like, no, dude. Like, I'm trying to, he's like, you don't know how to debate. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I do. I was a top you debater of giving... Florida, the state of Florida. I'm top three <laughs> debater. Okay, like what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know how to debate. One, first of all, that's like a slap in the face. I worked my ass off in high school for yes, that. Yes, you did. Like what? Like you, oh. you did. You did the right thing. You were giving your evidence. Yeah. I ended up slapping this person with a government website about <laughs> all the facts of global warming, and they just kind of like backed off, and they're like. Homer Simpson meme. They were, mm-hmm. and then back and, into the, and the and bush. bush. <laughs> and then the response was, "So, do you think that the polar ice caps are going to like overflow?" Wait, this the person countries? wrote back. Yes, and I was like, "That's not the point." Like, okay, yes, maybe the polar ice caps, you know, are melting and it's going to cause issues. I mean, technically, if we think about it scientifically, water—that's how all these like, new diseases are coming out. It's like there's there's other issues about the polar ice caps melting it's gonna cause a butterfly effect of a bunch of different things yeah. and i don't think this person mm-hmm. understands it and it's like at the end of the day people are gonna believe what they want to believe whether yeah. it's with religion whether it's mm-hmm. with global warming whether it's with abortion but it's like when it comes to like these certain things like for example global warming if we actually try to fight it and say we're wrong what's the worst thing that's gonna happen oh my god renewable clean energy that's terrible wow wow, wow. You know, we also <laughs> went on a tangent there. That was a long run. Yeah, I think really felt that. Rant. No, I felt that. I get really frustrated because it's too. like I love to debate. I really do, and mm-hmm. I don't mind. Like if you and I have like a different opinion on something, like I'm down to talk about it. We'll get a little aggressive, maybe a little heated, but like I'm still gonna respect mm-hmm. you because you're my friend. And like if I'm gonna debate with you, I'm just gonna be very factual. Yeah. Like, Honestly, this this struggle that you have was also my struggle. I remember when you sent me those messages, and that would piss me off. That equally as upset because it's it's frustrating to know that there are people out there who despite the attempts we make to be civil and respectful and I think it's insecurity and help others of course it's I think insecurity. the second they start attacking you and they're just like you're this you're that mm-hmm. because you believe in this like no dude it's like I was just telling you I don't agree with you because of blah 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 reason and now you're taking it to another level a completely different mm-hmm. argument for what because you feel you're like you're dumb like, I, well, it's they feel they're right and everybody else yeah. is wrong. They they refuse to accept the beliefs of others. Which that's an uh, issue in itself, especially like with we're coming into 2020. There's going to be another presidential election and we're going to see like hell yeah. a huge divide in our country. And I think that it's 
Very this important. is going to be the most monumental presidential election at this point because not only are there impeachment hearings going on, no one knows what the fuck is happening. There's with so that. many issues that have now arised. You know, yes, like yeah. listen, let, let's let's talk about like one positive. You know, about Trump. Um, yeah, he's not a great president, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of issues that now we're all talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of things that now people are talking about. I think about. people were afraid to talk about some of these issues because they were afraid to admit that they were still around. Right but now, those issues are just like in, in your, your face. face. And granted, technology and media has kind of put those in our faces. You yeah. know, Obama was the first president that had. Twitter and social media when he was elected back in 2008. Mm-hmm. That was so brand new. And mm-hmm. I think social media, we've all seen it with Cambridge Analytica with the last presidential election, how mm-hmm. social media really influenced mm-hmm. things. Now social media is here to stay. That shit ain't going anywhere. And it's going to be the turning points in these elections yeah. coming up. Yeah. But I didn't think we were going to get political today, but here we are. Here's, here's <laughs> the deal. It is, it is our responsibility as voters and stuff like that to keep a level head when it comes to these Mm -hmm. conversations but then also to be smart about what we see on social media because we know on facebook that people just share these articles and they don't actually read the article fake news is a thing and it causes a lot of issues and like that clout easily Mm -hmm. this person that messaged me they could have saw on facebook the one day an article that said something that global Mm -hmm. warming was not actually happening and did, it's all false and they didn't read the article and they just believed it because it's what makes them comfortable. Did right. you know there was a new um, investigative report with BuzzFeed News and I love these reports that they do and they they take months and sometimes years to come out with these articles um, of all of this shit happening in the world and there was one that came out that there was a company created solely for fake news and was getting revenue from advertisers for fake news for legitimate fake news that was being shared to facebook that was being shared to twitter there was a whole website about this and the website finally shut down because it admitted it had stole essentially millions of dollars from advertisers to promote fake news because yeah when you're looking at it these advertisers wanted to be in these places because they believed in the content they believed that it was real and essentially this company was lying to any external party that the content it was putting out there was actual fake news that's insane see people also got to learn like what websites they could trust so dot gov is safe dot net sometimes those dot coms like not all dot nets yeah not not all dot nets but like still like you also got to be wary of the website dot orgs are good you got to be wary of the website itself and yeah. got to make sure that it seems like a, like that it is it's a legit kind of website. It's sad we've gotten to that point in the internet where now you have to be even more careful. Because I feel like when the internet was first out, like, yeah, there were things that were maybe not so great, but nothing that, like, but think about how you many didn't people have to tread used lightly. to not have access. True. That is that's true. so true. accessible. It's so everywhere. Accessible. Right. So it's like you just leave room for more. The more people you add, the more crazy. It's like, think of it like this, like, um, you know, you, you throw a party, you invite five people. You can control that. You invite five more. Okay, you can control 10. Well, now you invite 20 more. Now you're controlling 30. Now it's getting kind of tight. And then you add more and more and more. It starts, mm-hmm. it just gets chaotic. That you know? sounds yep. like your birthday party this past summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally was just inviting everyone I'd ever met in New York. Like, people I met on the subway. Like, I love I literally that. walked onto your rooftop and I was like, who the hell are all these people? It was like random groups of people. Like, really random. It was an interesting mix. But that, that's a really great metaphor you used because that, is, that was insane. And I know I watched you. You were, like, running around the person, the From person, the person. From politics to partying, you know? To, like, <laughs> there you go. to, like, try and be, like, a good host. But 
I know you were a little bit overwhelmed by oh, how that, many people Oh, that, and I had, like, up. also, I saw my ex, like, two hours no. prior. And oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, it was a mess. So I was, like, on, like, a really weird vibe. I was just like, what just happened? I just made out with this dude who I hadn't talked to in three months and, like, had this horrible, like, moment with but now we're fixing it i know it. who this is yeah, yeah, i'm not yeah. saying their name but i know who this yeah, person we, is oh. and i also hate them yeah a lot of people hate him um anyways moving on yeah so i was like that's why i was also like just like bouncing around everywhere because i was like what was going on i was so lost that oh night. my god i was Damn. so lost that. and then like like yeah I had, my boss showed up like everybody just showed up it was I'll, very weird. I'll tell you what that was one of those like new york parties that you like see on TV. They like, never, you, just, there, you just show rare. up to a rooftop and that was really cool. Those are very rare. Like I think I've only ever been to two. I unfortunately was out of town that weekend. So I'm so mad I didn't get to make it, but I just heard how insane it was. It was a good time. Damn. Yeah. Which speaking of New York, let's, nobody saw me do that. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Our YouTube followers did. Because this is going on the YouTube. Let's, turn this into your direction Kristen let's learn a little bit wow that was a great like 30 minute tangent about- or however long we did that for let's- we really felt it I think it was funny that I literally made a scenario of partying associated with politics and the internet like that was That's like great. out of all That's the things I could think about I was like shit. you know what partying guys imagine a party with people and it just gets too crazy like <laughs> I, nice one I mean yeah huh? <laughs> so Kristen um hey, hey. so <laughs> um you know how long have you been in new york for um three and a half years yeah and you're originally from miami Miami, another south florida babe so tell us a little bit about what brought you to new york like what geared that move oh wow that's such a good question um let's see i i don't know nobody in my family had ever gone to college and I really wanted to do that for myself. My parents were going through a divorce while I was in high school. Um, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Off. It was definitely not the best, so I appreciate it. But it de- it made me who I am. I think it, it definitely made me grow up in the best of ways. Um, but while that was happening, I was, like, throwing myself in school, and I really wanted to leave. And I was always obsessed with New York. I feel every girl is obsessed with New York. Um, oh, at some point in their life, they have the posters up. Yeah, or you, I feel. Yeah, it happens. And I went to New York for the NYU pre-college. Um, I was supposed to attend that that pre-college and wasn't able to. It was really expensive. But I was like, I love New York City. I want. I'm going to live here. Um, I had first visited New York. I think when I was like 15 as well. So I only really went to New York twice before I actually moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like so determined. Uh, applied to seven schools. That was insane majority in new york and i just made it happen my family was very against it in the beginning i feel like we've talked we've touched a little bit on that like yeah the, the big move because for a lot of people it's it's tough because being from south florida i, I get it too it's not like it's mm-hmm. that easy you kind of stay get in down florida there. yeah you, you either go to like fsu or ucf like you do when, florida yeah florida's huge so it's like people mm-hmm. stay in florida um but i didn't want to i wanted to show my little brothers that you can like leave and there's a whole world out there. I wanted to experience something on my own. I mm-hmm. wanted to get away, kind of definitely get away from, you know, the, the toxicness that I had experienced. I just wanted to be my own person and, like, think on my own. I mm-hmm. felt like I wasn't thinking on my own. Um, Love that. Yeah, I just kind of, like, moved here. Family was against it, but I was like, I'm going to make it work. And they were like, how are you going to do this? And I was like, watch me. I was totally I love that. Watch me, bitch. I was like, watch me do Damn. it. So how was the transition from being – 
you know, Florida beach girl to turning mm-hmm. into, you know, well, be, well, becoming a city New York girl. City girl. Um, I mean, like Miami's still very much a city, so I feel like I've always been a city girl. Um, True. It's so, a city in a different way, though. In a total different yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, it was it was weird. I don't know. I feel like I was in denial for like a really long time. Like for the first six months, I like didn't believe that I had like li- I was like living in New York. Like I kept feeling like I was just like on vacation, but I was like working and going to school. Like it just didn't really hit me. Um, but it was like I don't know. I was so ex- it's what I wanted. It was the first decision I made on my own that it was like this is what I want and nobody else wants this but me. So I was like ecstatic. I never really had a moment where I was like, oh, I'm sad. Like. Did you yeah. ever have, like, those oh shit moments, like, this is actually happening? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it's, like, when I had three jobs and I was going to school full-time and I was, like, paying for school, I was, like, oh, God, like, I'm really doing this right now. Like, everything I had told everybody where I was, like, I'm going to go to New York, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. I was, like, oh, my God. When I actually got on the plane and I had only three suitcases. Um, Liberating feeling. Oh, my gosh. This I is, mean- like, this. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is, like, a classic story for, like, anybody that I've talked to about moving to New York. I know. We talked like about me, this with Scott. Yeah. Like, it's just this person. They're just coming to New York yeah. on, like, a chance, on, like, a dream. And I they think have, like, I two had, suitcases. I had two suitcases, and I had one moving box that was shipped because it was all my winter clothes. But all I had in Columbus at the time was two suitcases. I had no winter clothes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any going to Ohio. Know, I didn't know what winter was. Like mm-hmm. That first winter is always rough, too. I loved it. you just it. don't know what to expect. I, di- I did it. But my roommates trained me well. You know, they were from New Hampshire and Connecticut, <laughs> so they were they were great. Um, but, yeah, I was, like, getting ready to go on the plane when I woke up in the morning, and I was actually crying. I was, like, sobbing. I like, was like, oh, my God, am I actually leaving today? Like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. And my mom thought I was upset, and I was so in shock that I just didn't really, like, I wasn't like, woo! like super hyper i was just like oh my god oh my god man i didn't even like i didn't even sleep the night before i moved to new york like i i couldn't fall asleep i was so anxious i was like excited i was nervous i was like what's gonna happen of eight years no no when i when i moved it was just i didn't i didn't feel it until i got here because i guess with my background like i had been moving every two years type of a thing so me i'm like oh it's just the next like trip to take for two years and then call it a day yeah Wow. wasn't until I got here that I was like, You're like fuck. Yeah. Well, especially when I got my own apartment, too. I was like, whoa. Like, mm. this is like, I'm really doing this. It's weird. Some people are like, so, Kristen, after your graduation, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, what do you mean I'm going to do? I'm staying in New York. Like, <laughs> like people, I, li- I live here already. <laughs> like, So what would you tell people who are dreaming of moving here? Because I feel like we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we don't ask this question enough. Like, no, we what? definitely don't. Because everybody's had their own experience moving here. Yeah, um, I think people just need to jump and do it. Something that I like really, really believe, um, and it's like kind of like my own personal philosophy. And I tell this to people who have a dream about anything. Um, if it's not going to set you backwards in life, like just do it. Mm-hmm. So I love that. You know, for example, let's say this podcast didn't exist, and you guys are like, "I want to do a podcast, but I'm scared for people to listen to me." Listen, at the end of the day, like if you do it and people listen, great. You're going to grow a bigger audience. Yep. Like then you're getting, I guess, what you want, like ideally want. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you're still in the same position that you are now. Yeah, even you, if don't, you don't release you don't move. it. You don't move. So it's like, yeah, you're not losing anything. You might as well do it. So it's like if you want to come to New York City, you know, outweigh your options, be prepared because it's, you know, it's a lot all at once. Of course it is. This is New York. But it's like, trust yourself because if you have that confidence in yourself, like, you're not going to let yourself fail. You know, mm-hmm, when people are like, yeah. New York City's so hard, like, blah, blah, blah. 
it's really up to you. This is where you need to really trust yourself. You can't really rely on others. And it's like, if you have that mindset, then just take a deep breath and jump and you're going to figure it out. Like if you want it, you'll figure it out. I think New York is the perfect city for self-exploration. Yeah. It really is because you, like you said, you have to really trust yourself. You have to figure out how to navigate the subway system. You have to figure out what it's like to be alone sometimes when all of your other friends mm-hmm. are busy and not around. I had no friends when I moved here. Yeah. Like, I was completely like so Oh my God. No you friends, did it no alone? family. Yeah, no alone? friends, no family. Oh, damn. I did it alone, alone. I mean, I had one person who was very loose connection that we hadn't spoken to in years. Okay. I mean, years. Started completely solo. Yeah. It's the best. Damn, ladies. Damn. Yeah. That's scary It was awesome. But I think everybody should come to New York and like try to live it and love it. Um... But it's like you just, yeah, just be headstrong and just go for it. Yeah. Because you're not going to let yourself fail. If you really want it that bad, you're not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned that you're about to graduate with. Yeah, you are. Um, I'm so excited. What are you, like, what is your degree and what do you want to do with that degree? So my degree is in communications with a minor in marketing. Love. Woot woot. Um, I'm all just... my friends with like all these communications majors. What happened here? Honestly, it's <laughs> one of the easiest programs to get into. Yeah. Like at the point, I will say the point of entry into communications is easy, but once you're in it, it's fucking tough. And people don't kind of university com majors are like very easy. It's like so general. I'm not the biggest fan. I really wanted to move to marketing. Yeah, I like actually don't really like my communications department i wanted my major originally my major was um political science and communications i was Mm -hmm. a double major and then i was like i'm not gonna do law anymore damn maybe that was just ohio state for me maybe just their comms department it was probably yeah probably paces yeah probably um but i loved the marketing department their their business school at paces is really good and yeah i like I tried to switch over to the business school. And they were like, yeah, we have to do all these math classes. And I was like, book that. Like, not going to do that today. And honestly, half of them you don't even use in media. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing use this. So I'm math. just going to stick There's with Excel communications, yeah. get a minor in marketing, and we're, we're set to There's go. Microsoft Excel for any of those formulas yeah. that I tried to learn on my own because <laughs> I can just find a shortcut. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And then with my degree, uh, well, I'm going to start with media now. I'm leaving the creative world and going into media which is pressure. Yeah, you but, are. Oh, I'm excited. Um, and just kind of like, I guess, apply what I've learned in school and also just what I've learned in, in work and, and just in New York in general. So yeah, just keep going and see where it takes me. I yeah. have a general direction of like what I want to do, but again, things change in life. So oh, you have to just kind of go girl, with the flow it. there as yeah. long as you have that general idea of what you want to be. Kind of yeah. I always yeah. say plan for personal goals rather than the professional ones because your careers can change at any given point in time. Exactly. I look at the place I want to be in 10 years of like my actual soul, like my person, right. the person that I am in 10 years. Oh, okay. And those mm-hmm. are shaped from different different careers and experiences right and you want to be more elevated at that point agreed which now's the time to think about that because we're going to go into a new decade ladies Ooh. But, oh, um, i know well by the time this episode comes out we'll already be in the new decade true we'll be officially in 2020 when this episode comes out damn we're coming to you from the previous decade that shit is from the past we're coming from last year man i hope 2020 is great <laughs> me too man me too now, i Kristen, think it will be tell me like why why did you choose that career path? What made you want to like go into this major? 
Um, so that's where I go back with my boss. Uh, you know, he was one of the three jobs I worked when I first moved to New York. I worked for uh, Peter Callahan, which is one of the top caterers in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, Roberto Shamaro, who is my current boss. And then I worked at school. I worked at the tutoring center. So um, with Rob, I was actually started off as his personal assistant. And I was in the office probably twice a week, just paying off bills and stuff. He When he interviewed me, we know each other from Miami um, through my mom's like job. But him and I just connected. So over in New York, I, like, assisted him once at, like, one of his own personal photo shoots for Adidas. And I was just kind of, like, a do bitch. Like, I was just kind of running around and getting everybody, everything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, whatever, I'm getting paid. Um, True. So eventually he interviews me to, like, work his office because I was like, hey, if you ever need anybody to work the office, like, I'm down to help you. And he interviewed me. He's like, so what do you know about photography? And I was like, um, you click a button and you take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, the face that you had with that was the best. Like, just like really concerned. Like, um, that's like what I know about it. And he's like, "What do you know to Photoshop, Lightroom?" And I'm like, "I don't even know what you're talking about." Like, love that. And now you probably and he literally do. did like one of these, and he was like, "Uh, whatever. I just need someone to pay my bills." And I was like, "Okay, I can do that. Like, no problem." So I started going into the office, but eventually I was paying attention to his work. Um, and. I just started giving him, like, ideas. He started getting, like, more clients, and he was trying to think of content. And I was like, well, if, you know, if this is their audience, right, if you, like, their buyers are between the ages of 23 and 35, then you should do a shoot that's kind of like this. And Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, thanks. And then eventually I kept doing that, and then he was like, you can actually do this. He's like, I want to train you to be a producer, um and just be my studio manager and i would rather i would want you to come in more days actually and i was like oh okay damn and then that's just kind of how it happened and i fell in love with it and i was like wow i've actually naturally have already done this with my mom i do it with like her business all the time but i didn't know that there was like i guess a word for it mm-hmm. yeah um for like marketing i was always like oh communications like be on broadcast like tv that would be fun like maybe i can talk about politics on tv be on cnn like i was very into that or i was like oh i can be a criminal defense attorney um, you would be very entertaining on TV. You would be really great on TV. Like I, I she would be like the spunky news host that has mm-hmm. like her her like opinions. Yes, and like oh my gosh, that'd be great. So it, it sounds like it sounds like you really just kind of figured it out as you went. You knew you yeah. wanted to come to New York. You knew you wanted to stay mm-hmm. here, and you're just like, yeah, whatever it was, happens, it was like man. By accident, it's like he just opened up a new world for me. And eventually, I was like, why am I studying political science? Like. Just because I, I think law is the correct choice to go into, right, to be financially secure, even though that's not true because there's too many lawyers. Facts. Um, it's like, ah, I don't know. He just, like, changed my whole mindset, and so I'm super grateful for that, and that's how I kind of ended up in the marketing communications mindset. Love that. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like the lesson learned here today is that you don't know until you try. Yeah. Like, it's it's a very scary thing to go into the unknown. It's, but, Kristen, you like, went into the unknown. It's so yeah. simple, too, because you hear it all the time. And then you mainly hear about the fails rather than the successful stories. Like, I I hear a lot more of people's, like, failures of, like, trying something. And they're like, oh, can't do it again. That's why I don't do shit. So it's good to yeah. hear that, yeah. like, yeah. you're on this path of going of upwards. I mean, I've, I face rejection and failure all the time. You of, know? And that's always going to happen when yeah. you put yourself out But you have there. to be resilient and be able to, like, get back up and be like, okay, like, that wasn't the best decision, but how can I make this better? You have to always learn from both, right? You can't just only learn from your mistakes. You have to learn right. from the, the successful the successful ones as well. 
and find a way that it meshes all together. Listen, exactly. failure is just how you grow. Exactly. Facts. But that's also to accept failure. It's like you also have to have humility. Mm-hmm. So that's a really big point in, in success. It's like be hungry for it. It's also a thing when you uproot your life, right? There are going to mm-hmm. be so many failures coming along during the way. Yeah, and- like I'm only 22, okay? I've, I've experienced a lot of sadness already. And I was talking about this with my twin and I was like, damn, bro, like we're going to experience more pain. Like this is not over. Like we think this is the worst, but it's it may not be the worst. also like, going to be some really, really great good times. shit. Exactly. Some so really it's like, good shit coming just along Just do too. stuff. You know what I mean? Like just do it. Go for it. Like if you want to release music, if you want to like join a new sport, try a new hobby and you're scared, like just know that if you don't do it, you're still in the same position. Mm-hmm. If people don't like it, you're still in the same position. So just – Try things you never know where it's going to lead you. Yeah. It's like Nike says, just do it. Just do it. Love that. I think that's a great way to kind of bring up our closing segment. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, uh, we brought on our, our other new segment, um, new to season two. Everybody's heard this segment before. Um, but since you haven't heard it before, we will kind of give you a little lowdown on it. We, Ooh. for season two, we've been really trying to get back to our roots and to figure out why we, you know, started the show in the first place. And that was to bring people together to talk about how they keep it together in their times of trouble and in their failures and in those moments of doubt. Nice. Um, so we created the, how do you keep it together segment Ooh. similar to our first segment, the very first thing that comes to mind because there's always something that comes to mind, especially when this com- question comes about of like, yeah. what are you doing to keep yourself together? So, Kristen, we kick it off to you. Yes. How do you, I have two things. How do you keep it together? Ooh, yes. Two. Okay. Um, number one, I, I have this like kind of new hobby that I just like now it's officially been a year is hot yoga. Um, I love it. I love the mental challenge when I go into the room, that kitty room and, and the just like being there and practicing on my own and seeing my body kind of transition in such a slow amount of time, like compared to running or doing like weightlifting where you see changes relatively quickly mm-hmm. yoga. It's like, it's just, um, very slow progress. Uh, it's just, you know, body strength, all that stuff. But again, being in that hot room, you're like, I'm trying not to fucking die. Like, <laughs> you're like, you're like Fuck. I love that. Um, but it's just like a mental challenge and it's so nice. And just also to sometimes like feel your body drip sweat, which is like so gross, but it's like, you're like, wow, I'm being cleansed. Like, wow. it's just, it really, I look forward to it every day. Like at the end of my day, I'm like, I'm going to do hot yoga and then I'm going to go home and do my things and go to bed. Like lit i'm love so excited all of that i love inviting people over i go to a studio in new york called fierce grace mm-hmm. uh they are incredible it's a very small like little hole in the wall there's only one room um and the energy there is great people there are really kind and again it's hidden in the lower east side so it's like that's nice too i really feel like a new yorker i'm like this is so new york <laughs> <laughs> um Love that. Yeah, so I do that. And the second thing is, I was actually saying this last night to a friend. Um, I've noticed that I love that I have a bunch of different groups of friends because I just go on different vibes. And I think it's like surround yourself with people that make you feel good, but like bring out different aspects of your personality so you can kind of discover like more about yourself. So it's like I have like my ravers, but then I have like my hip hop heads, but then I have like my like super girly like oh my god, get in the carpet, we're going shopping, like you know what I mean? Like I have Is one that of those. Us? Which one would you classify us as? Uh, Who are we? It's definitely a. It's my. Uh, you guys are definitely a part of the drinking crew. Oh no, <laughs> I'm like drinking, Classic. drinking EDM crew. Like that's just kind of where that's where I'm at. Damn. With that one. 
Yeah. Wow, what a mix. I, I just want to let everybody know that we are not alcoholics. I just want to put that out there. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm just going to speak for I'm not. I am not as either because I'm not. It's I'm done. But yeah, I mean, I I mean, I've, Sabrina, I've brought you around like different groups of friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's something that I would also recommend to someone because I, I this has happened to a friend where they like got upset with like a friend group and they really were hurting. Right. When you get angry at a friend or um, it kind of feels like a bad breakup, like you're just like it hurts a little more for me personally. So it's like sometimes I feel like because I have different groups of friends, it's not like I'm afraid of attachment, but I give everybody the same amount of love and the same amount of time. Um. And it just kind of makes my life easier. And it's just also like, it's just good to feel different types of energy. So I love yeah. that. I like to start I've been dying to try hot yoga. So I think I'm actually going to start. Oh, please. It. Listen, I want to try it. Also, Kelsey wants to try it. Oh, so please. oh can we'll we, have a whole, a whole date. Day. Yay. A date. I'm ready. It's a date, y'all. Well, Lit. Kristen, thank you so much thank for coming you. back on the thank show. Thank you, girl. You are an absolute pleasure to have on here. We always have so much fun with you. Yes. We always love these conversations. Ooh, drinks after, ladies? Oh, I need food. Oh. Hang on, I'm food hungry. and drinks. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 2.7 here at Keeping It Together. Once again, guys, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with, with us this week. We'll see you back next week for episode 2.8. Bye. 2.